Welcome to the We Serve podcast of Government Policy, Real Estate, and You. I'm Liz Recchia, Government Affairs Director for the We Serve Association of Realtors, and this is your quick update for today. In February of this year, We Serve Government Affairs hosted a discussion with attorney Diane Drain and pioneer title representative Mickey Garcia regarding the significant changes made to the Homestead Act in January of this year. You can find the video of that discussion at www.weservegad.org. I'm finding few real estate agents or brokers know there were any changes made or that they are significant. Here are some quick highlights. The homestead exemption has been raised from $150,000 to $250,000. Beginning in January of 2022, judgment liens automatically attached to the homestead, and that has several repercussions. In the case of a home refinance, the judgment creditors will receive funds before the homeowner. If you're working with a buyer who is counting on a cash-out refi to fund their cash purchase with you, then make sure your client will have the cash he or she thinks they will have before shopping for property. If you're a listing agent, there are impacts to your seller now as well. When you create a seller's net sheet, take note of the amount estimated to the seller at close of escrow. If it is 80% or more of the homestead, which is $200,000 or more, Title will not be able to automatically release liens and close escrow if your client has a judgment lien. Instead, if the seller has one or more judgment liens, the title company will request permission from each lien holder to release the lien. The lien holder has 20 days to respond and if a lien holder rejects the offer, escrow will essentially cancel as there will be legal actions. Now that all sounds a bit time consuming but simple except debt is frequently sold to investors. So the original lien holder may not be the lien holder today, and your client probably won't know it. Title is tasked with finding all judgment liens, even those not recorded. Ultimately, title is liable for any unfound liens. The worst part is your client may not remember or know what judgment liens are recorded against the property. The best course of action at time of listing is to request your client order a preliminary title report so you can both review the Schedule B. If there is inaccurate information on Schedule B, have your seller work on getting those issues resolved quickly before you're in escrow. If there are outstanding liens, work with your client to decide how these liens will be resolved in or out of escrow. If your seller has been through bankruptcy and received a discharge, there may still be consequences from this new legislation. Your client should consult their bankruptcy attorney before entering escrow. The bottom line is, there are significant Homestead Act changes that may extend an escrow by 20 days or more. Work with your broker to determine if you need to change your listing process. I have recently been speaking to several WeServe members at their brokerage meetings. The most requested topic is a survey of West Valley development projects. Well, that is a tall order, but here are a few of my selections. Buckeye. Buckeye and Goodyear are sharing the cost to conduct a pilot project in which brackish wastewater will be treated and used at Palo Verde. Buckeye has updated their Water Resources Integrated Master Plan. It includes several tiers of water conservation from water awareness to water cutoffs. 
The city is also in the process of updating its library master plan. The I-10 Miller Road interchange construction should be completed by the end of August 2022. Beginning the end of August to October, I-10 and SR-85 ramps will be closed for construction. Beginning on October of 2022, the I-10 Watson intersection will begin its three-phase construction similar to the I-10 Miller Road construction. Visit the City of Buckeye's I-10 widening project page for more information and details. In the next Arizona State Legislative Session, watch for new Harklaquela INA legislation from the current work group. Buckeye is growing rapidly, so make sure to check the Buckeye Connects website for interactive maps of upcoming and new projects. Some of the newly arrived projects include Core Power, the lithium battery manufacturer, Abrazo and Banner Hospitals are both building across the street from each other near I-10 and Verado. And Vestar will be building a Desert Ridge Marketplace-type retail center at the entrance to Verado. Goodyear. The new City Hall and Library are open. One of our members and chair of the Government Affairs Committee, Ray Guffert, is one of the artists featured at the library. There are several restaurants planned on the McDowell Road frontage. BJ's is about half built, Cheddar's is already completed, and the distillery is slated to start building soon. Next door to the library is the first of several Class A office buildings by Global. I walked through it the other day, and several suites already have tenants scheduled. Tierra Sante is in South Goodyear, about 18 miles south of I-10, near the projected South Loop 303. It is 930 acres with a 65-acre medical center. Home builder interest includes Pulte, Lennar, Shea, Taylor Morrison, and D.R. Horton. Single-family detached, multifamily, luxury, and active adult are all products that will be built there. This project is also part of the county trail system. Lucero at Estrella. Taylor Morrison just purchased 20 acres in the 20,000-acre Estrella community. Homes there will be available near the end of 2022. Taylor Morrison already has Catmia, which is a 55-plus community, and Lucera Homes. Avion at Ballpark Village. Lennar purchased 75 acres. At full build-out, the community will be 575 homes. Lennar is, is the only builder right now in this community, and they plan to open in mid-2023. This community also connects to the county trail system. Maddie Me Homes bought 122 acres in Goodyear to develop its own master-planned community, La Ventanas. The community will feature larger lots. It will have 412 homes with the largest lot offering an RV garage. It is located at Yuma Road and Perryville. Mattamy has enough lots in Metro Phoenix to support building 1,200 lots a year for five years. Nearby this development is KB Homes and Ashton Woods. You can find these and other Goodyear economic development projects at developgoodyearaz.com. Glendale. Glendale is pausing its $70 million downtown renovation project. There are conflicting discussions on what the city will be doing with Murphy Park, but I think it's a misunderstanding. People became upset when they saw plans for trees to be cut down. 
but an arborist identified several trees that were diseased. Additionally, the city's initial idea plan for budgeting purposes showed rearranged pathways and a zeroscape demonstration garden. Some people think that meant the whole park would be zeroscape. I think when residents and businesses and the city sit down at a table, we'll find all is well. The city hasn't even opened up the park plan for bidding. SRP and Glendale have teamed up to remove tall trees from areas with power lines. SRP will replace the old trees with new trees of less height for free. There will be 167 trees removed, but SRP is giving the city 500 new trees. Westgate, the district at Sportsman's Park, is a mixed-use project in collaboration with the Cardinals. It is 62 acres south of State Farm Stadium and east of the new VAI Resort and Hot Wheels theme park. It will have retail, restaurants, and multifamily uses. Glen 91. Glen 91 is a luxury apartment resort complex opening soon. It is three four-story buildings of one and two bedroom units. Sweetwater Sound is building a 350,000 square foot distribution center just west of the 303 on Glendale Avenue. William Sonoma is building a 1.25 million square foot distribution facility at Reams and Northern. It opens this fall and includes brands Pottery Barn, West Elm, and Rejuvenation. Surprise. Surprise water incentives. Go to weservegad.org for links. Get rebates on turf removal, installing updated water timers, and plants on the drought-tolerant water list. Performance dashboards. Surprise has several performance dashboards. They measure housing in process, inspected, and issued permits with completions by month. They also have commercial development projects and a monthly list of all new businesses. For example, there were 63 new businesses in June, 47 in May, 57 in April. There were 45 commercial permits issued in June, 72 in May, and 53 in April. Those permits are for new construction and TI. You can find permits for single-family and multifamily development as well. Already in 2022, Surprise is up 14% in single-family permits and up 51% in multifamily permits over 2021. Asante Development bought 836 acres for $111.7 million. The partnership is between Lennar, Pulte, and Taylor Morrison. This part of Asante will have 752 acres, about 2,750 lots of single-family homes, 56 acres of high-density residential, and 28 acres of commercial. The expected build-out is four to six years. Simon CRE is planning a total of 700,000 square feet of outdoor mall at Village at Prasada next to Costco. TJ Maxx, HomeGoods, Marshalls, Five Below, PetSmart, and Ulta have already agreed to lease space. There are also 500 multifamily units and restaurants, OHSO Brewery, Barrio Queen are confirmed. A planned hybrid health center, Fat Cats Entertainment Facility, and more are coming to that shopping center. I was just in that center today and construction is moving forward rapidly. Surprise has new companies coming to it that are in support of TSMC, Taiwan Semiconductor, 
You can find more information on economic development and surprise at their economic development website. To find permit and other information, go to the surprise performance dashboards. El Mirage. Titman Innovation is building a 318,000 square foot cold storage facility at Joe Ramirez Road and Dicer. Avanti Window and Doors is opening a 318,000 square foot facility on Olive to manufacture and distribute their windows. The Village on Greenway is coming along. Residential is now fueling the retail spaces and flex space occupancy around it. There are 60 triplexes and 7 duplexes in this project. This is a rent-only project. Price point for 2-bedroom, two 2-bath two units, 1,060 square foot, are $1,525 per month. The city still has Opportunity Zone areas available in the southern part of the city. Peoria. Vistancia Tech Park is 10 minutes from TSMC. Peoria and Surprise are both seeing companies in support of TSMC opening. Stadium Point at P83 is still being worked on. The hope is to develop the city-owned 17 acres next to the sports complex into a mixed-use development with Class A office, a hotel, multifamily residential, and more retail and restaurants. The RFP for development of the P83 Business District is open until October 3rd of this year. I saw about 63 proposals already submitted for various portions of the project. Peoria has posted its CFDs on its government finance page. Currently, there are four, Vistancia, Vistancia West, Vistancia North, and Mystic at Lake Pleasant Heights. The website has a map as well, so you can easily identify these CFD areas. Each CFD link brings you to the CFD tax levy, reports, and other information. You can also find that link on the WeServeGAD.org website. Tolleson. The city is building a large city hall complex and a new center for the arts. Both are on Van Buren. The Zoom transit system is no longer in Tolleson, but in September, they will start a new program in conjunction with Uber and Lyft. Free rides within Tolleson proper and very reasonable rates outside of Tolleson. Also coming soon, Tolleson is opening an adaptive aquatic center. Avondale. Avondale has just opened its Visitor and Conference Center on Avondale Boulevard just in front of City Hall. It has three rooms, AV, and a warming kitchen, tables, chairs, outdoor space, and you can rent a small room for $45 an hour or a larger room for $85 a room. I've been to several meetings in this building and it is quite a nice space. Perry's Pizzeria and Tap House is now open just west of Barrio Queen on McDowell Road. Avondale is looking for input for their proposed drought preparedness plan and their sustainability plan. On the Avondale Edge website for economic development, they address their planning and permitting timeline. The total process time currently is 34 city working days. You will find specialty districts, available property, a business toolkit, and a restaurant guide at Avondale Edge. The Phoenix Children's Hospital is building a pediatric emergency room at the McDowell Road Hospital. There are new apartments on Avondale Boulevard, Avari Apartments. They're offering one, two, and three bedroom apartments. The price point is $1,621 to $2,400 a month, depending upon size and location of the unit. 
It hasn't opened yet, but there is a list forming. The largest of the units in this complex will be 1,680 square feet. And finally, Taiwan Semiconductor. If you haven't driven by this construction site, you really need to in order to appreciate its size. The first phase was completed in July of 2022. Last May, TSMC announced it will build another five fabrication facilities at this site. When completed, TSMC will increase production to about 120,000 wafers per month. That's a lot of growth, but there's a lot more coming, so visit the Economic Development Department of the city you're interested in knowing more about. GAD Events Join me in Casa Grande on September 14th for our next We Serve Government Affairs event and meeting. From 9 a.m. to 10 a.m., our guest will be Steve Matley. Steve has been in the construction, finance, and entitlement business for over 25 years. He's going to walk us through the land acquisition, zoning, and entitlement processes. Before you can build a real estate project, someone has to have an idea. Investors invest in the land for the idea, and then the city or town needs to approve that idea. Learn what it takes to go from a real estate project idea to reality. From 10.30 a.m. to 12 noon, we will hold our government affairs meeting. All members are invited to attend these activities, but we do ask you to register for either in-person or virtual attendance. You can find more information about the morning and register at www.weservegad.org. We Serve GAD, advocating for private property rights, the right to private contract, and your business. This podcast is part of the C-Suite Radio Network, turning the volume up on business. This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com.